Chapter 14 of On Union with God by Blessed Albert the Great Translated by a Benedictine of Prince Thought Priory This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 14 That Everything Should Be Judged According to the Testimony of Our Conscience There is also another practice which will tend greatly to thy progress in spiritual perfection, and will aid thee to gain purity of soul and tranquil rest in God. Whatever men say or think of thee, bring it before the tribunal of thine own conscience. Enter within thyself, and there, turning a deaf ear to all else, set thyself to learn the truth. Then wilt thou see clearly that the praise and honour of men bring thee no profit but rather loss, if thou knowest that thou art guilty and worthy of condemnation in the sight of truth. And, just as it is useless to be honoured outwardly by men, if thy conscience accuse thee within, so in like manner is it no loss to thee, if men despise, blame, or persecute thee without, if within thou art innocent and free from reproach or blame. Nay, rather, Thou hast then reason to rejoice in the Lord, in patience, silence, and peace. Adversity is powerless to harm, where sin has no dominion, and just as there is no evil which goes unpunished, so is there no good without recompense. Seek not with the hypocrites thy reward and crown from men, but rather from the hand of God, not now but hereafter not for a passing moment, but for eternity. Thou canst therefore do nothing higher nor better in every tribulation or occurrence than enter into the sanctuary of thy soul, and there call upon the Lord Jesus Christ, thy helper in temptation and affliction. There shouldst thou humble thyself, confessing thy sins, and praising thy God and Father, who both chastises and consoles. There dispose thyself to accept with unruffled peace, readiness and confidence from the hands of God's unfailing providence and marvellous wisdom all that is sent thee of prosperity or adversity, whether touching thyself or others. Then wilt thou obtain remission of thy sins. Bitterness will be driven from thy soul Sweetness and confidence will penetrate it. Grace and mercy will descend upon it. Then a sweet familiarity will draw thee on and strengthen thee. Abundant consolation will flow to thee from the bosom of God. Then thou wilt adhere to him and form an indissoluble union with him. But beware of imitating hypocrites who, like the Pharisees, try to appear outwardly before men more holy than they know themselves in truth to be. Is it not utter folly to seek or desire human praise and glory for oneself or others, while within we are filled with shameful and grievous sins? Assuredly, he who pursues such vanities can hope for no share in the good things of which we spoke just now but shame will infallibly be his lot. Keep thy worthlessness and thy sins ever before thine eyes, and learn to know thyself that thou mayest grow in humility. 
shrink not from being regarded by all the world as filthy mud, vile and abject, on account of thy grievous sins and defects. Esteem thyself among others as dross in the midst of gold, as tares in the wheat, straw among the grain, as a wolf among the sheep, as Satan among the children of God. Neither shouldst thou desire to be respected by others, or preferred to any one whatsoever. Fly, rather, with all thy strength of heart and soul, from that pestilential poison, the venom of praise, from a reputation founded on boasting and ostentation, lest, as the prophet says, the sinner is praised in the desires of his soul. Psalm 9, verse 24. Again in Isaiah's we read, They that call thee blessed, the same deceive thee, and destroy the way of thy steps. Isaiah 3, verse 12. Also the Lord says, Woe to you when men shall bless you. Luke chapter 6, verse 26. End of chapter 14